This is an exclusive presentation of WoWo 1190 AM and 1075 FM, Unholstered. Hope you're having a good weekend. Welcome on in here to Unholstered. I am one of your hosts, Kayla Blakesley. I host a local media radio program here in Fort Wayne, Indiana during the week. And on the weekends, I host Unholstered alongside Sophia. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sophia Rosales-Scatina. I am a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department, and welcome back to our show. We are so glad you're here. Sophia obviously represents the local police side. I obviously represent the local media side. Um, And both sides have joined forces to share and tell all of the stories that don't often get told when it comes to law enforcement. And man, Sophia, that cannot be a truer statement (laughs) for the episode we just did a couple of weeks ago. And I want to bring it up. It was called uh, Losing Respect for Police. You can find it... um, on our podcast page. You can download Unholstered anywhere you download a podcast. But I bring it up, Sophia, because out of nowhere, in less than a week, it is now our number two most downloaded episode that we've ever had. Um, I told you after we got done with the show that that was the best Sophia wow. I have ever heard. And I stand by that statement. And the downloads the downloads prove that. Yeah, I know. And I... I told you after that show I'm like wow that was my worst episode ever. <laughs> and I thought it was your best go figure but I truly truly if any if anyone's gonna ever just listen to one episode of this show I would want it to be that one I learned a lot you shared a lot um and it and, and you did kind of address head-on some of the reasons why people are quote losing respect for police and really a lot of those reasons are unfounded is kind of what we unpacked in that episode so Feel free to download us anywhere. You can download a podcast of Unholstered. Okay, I am so excited for this episode. Um, I know this whole project has been a long time coming. This episode has been a long time coming. But we've kind of got a, a special guest, if you will, if we, can, if we can call Tinsley a special guest. But the Fort Wayne Police Department just recently welcomed to the force their first therapy dog. And his name is Tinsley. And this story just uh, makes my heart so happy. I love that we're talking about this. But tell us all about therapy dog Tinsley and, and who you did bring in studio, Sophia. We are here to introduce our therapy dog, Tinsley. Yes. Yes. Um, so we, is he t- t- technically like Officer Tinsley? We, he does not hold a commission. Okay. He's unlike our canine division, which hold police commissions. Tinsley, Tinsley does not. He's just an honorary uh, so we just call him Tinsley. Officer. We just call him Tinsley or Doug. Okay, or Doug. This, we're going to call this program Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Fine by me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's really a great program, and it's been three years in the making. Um, and it's it's one of those things where timing is everything because we tried this a couple years ago, and it really just didn't take foot. Is that because um, of COVID? Or, or no, I think it just there was a lot of stuff going on, a lot of transition, a lot of things we were doing. It was just one more iron in the fire we just couldn't handle at the time. I, I believe that. And, you know, I think everything happens for a reason when it happens. So this kind of came to fruition just a few months ago and we ran with it and we, we picked up that ball and we just sprinted for the end zone because when we approached the chief before, it was kind of he had a lot on his plate. We had, a, like I said, we had a lot going and then uh, we had a couple of people go to a peer support mental health uh, conference and they came back with a list of things that would help officers on departments with emotional health, fatigue, with emotional fatigue, PTSD, um, just overall general mental health. And um, I'm going to th- throw in there that one of those things was yoga. Uh, <laughs> um, but the other one was a, a therapy dog. And so the chief, had, he'd remembered that we had approached him before and he pulled me over in the garage and we started talking. He goes, I, I think I want to start this program. 
no I was kidding. so overjoyed. And I, I think I took three steps away from the car. <laughs> and I got on my phone and I text uh, Officer Woods. And I'm like, we're doing it. It's going to happen. And she ran with it. Yeah. So Officer Lisa Woods is our therapy dog handler she is a community relations uh, officer she which handles... we've had we've had officer woods on before we have we have she was in the recruiting uh, episode and you know she's involved with that she's a hostage negotiator she's involved with peer support so she does a lot on the department um, and this is just another thing she's adding on to her plate um, which is already a ginormous platter and you know i say that almost every week <laughs> off the air about all of y'all that come yeah. in here i'm like y'all are wearing like 40 different hats we it's are. remarkable it is and i i couldn't think of a better person person to start this program this may not be the only dog we end up with here we have a large department and i think we can really utilize it but for now this we are in our testing phase right now and i welcome lisa i want you to introduce yourself to the show i am officer lisa woods i am a fort wayne police officer and i've been here for 20 years oh wow i didn't realize you've been with the oh, wow. yeah that's a long years. time so <laughs> how did you come about being the person to handle the therapy dog well, I did some research about three years ago on therapy dogs because uh, there are a couple other dogs in the state that I knew of, and I wanted to see if our department would be interesting in, or interested in exploring something like that. So when you say this idea came to fruition three years ago, or this is three years in the making, was it initially your idea, Lisa, to do this? Yes. And then you took it to Sophia, and it just kind of kind of got stonewalled, essentially. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, like I said, I'm not the ultimate decision maker right. when it comes to this, but I can pitch ideas, and I generally I'm pretty good at greasing the wheels to get yeah. things. But like I said, everything happens for a, a reason when it happens, and I I think particularly for the program we used to acquire Tinsley. I think we were right on the money and timing because um, we wouldn't have done that probably three years ago. Well, what what was the program? How did you acquire Tinsley? So we acquired Tinsley through a program called the Paws and Stripes College out of Brevard, Florida. It's an amazing program. It's run by the Sheriff's Department, Sheriff Ivy in Brevard County. Uh, they use actual inmates to train the dogs in therapy Hence and paws comfort. and stripes. Yes, okay, the, got the it. The prisoners down there do wear stripes yeah. um, jail attire like the old-fashioned mm -hmm. ones, and they had spent 12 weeks with these dogs, uh, six weeks with the male uh, inmates, six weeks with female inmates. They each get their part in training the dog. Um, they're responsible for the dogs, um, and they're overseen by, con obviously, confinement officers and dog trainers. So this program is totally free for our department. We did not pay a penny wow. for Tinsley. Um, it's all run by commissary money at, at the Brevard County Jail. So this was a way, I think, for us to, and, and this program really fits for what we're doing here because we focus so much on community with our department, and it just fits for us that this other county was doing the same thing. They're actually utilizing their inmates, giving them valuable skills. Dog training is an absolute skill, and even handling dogs is, is a skill, and just giving them a sense of purpose mm -hmm. and a sense of worth and that emotional health that having and working with animals gives you because we know it reduces stress it has high effects on emotional trauma um, emotional health it reduces blood pressure um, animals do all sorts of things so we couldn't be more delighted that we, we that lisa actually found this program well so okay so so three years ago you have this idea it didn't happen then chief reed hears about this conference maybe one of the ideas was hey let's get a therapy dog and you're like yes let's do it you go to lisa lisa you get this text <laughs> from sophia hey we're doing it had you already found this Paws and Stripes program, or did you find that once Sophia was like, yeah, let's make this happen? 
at the time, uh, there was no, I, I hadn't researched the program itself. I gotcha. don't, the only research that I had done was on therapy work and how it affects officers. So this all happened then obviously really quickly, fairly don't quickly. ever tell us we're a go for something because it will it's happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> I love know, that. In like a week or two. So tell us all about it. So this program you mentioned in Florida, or, or this jail, or however they do this, right, Sophia? You said Florida? Yes, yes. So did you travel to Florida? Were you in communication, Lisa? How did how did this all happen? So basically I found them on the Internet Okay, was what happened. And then I contacted the jail down there and the head trainer, and they had me fill out an application, and they had a class coming up in September, and I believe the application we did, I'm going to say it was probably June. So I was able to, I didn't even think I'd be able to get in the class in September, but I was, they put me in the class in September. Uh, I flew down and flew back with Tinsley. He was able to ride in the, ca in the cabin with me. Oh, Southwest. my word, no way. Yeah, yeah Southwest we, has a program <laughs> yeah. with uh, law enforcement where the handlers can take their dogs with them in the cabin oh, so cool. it was great and that awesome yeah. yeah which we got to meet tinsley yeah i should say that or you know um he officer wood brought tinsley in was that in, <laughs> he in, was in studio, in studio <laughs> um which was pretty cool he he's a pretty looking dog he doesn't look like a german shepherd and i guess i was expecting you to walk in here with a german shepherd no actually that's the last thing that we want to do because we're trying to build a connection not just with our officers for peer support but we also want, want to utilize the dog in the community as well and there is a stigma with police dogs, obviously. Mm -hmm. So Tinsley is a blue healer, or also called an Australian cattle dog. And he kind of does look like a little mini German Shepherd. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, the, he is a herding dog, just like a German Shepherd is. They're extremely bright. Uh, he is doing a fabulous job so far. So, but he is just a baby. He's only nine months old. Nine months. Nine months. Yeah. And I want to I want to stress the importance of this aspect of the program is all of these dogs that they use are from shelters. There is no shopping. There's no donations. They get them from shelters. Um, they work with a no-kill shelter. They go and evaluate the dogs to see if they'll be right for the program. And the, those that are are then matched with departments and how they're going to utilize them. So, so Tinsley was matched with our department. We had, I think, two or three dogs that they were looking at, at placing with us, and then we ended up with Tinsley. So now, is there more training that needs to be done, and is that where you come in? So... I'll be needing to do training on a monthly basis okay. with him for sure, but I am certified with him. We were certified through the AKC Good Citizen Award, and then I have a multidisciplinary team award as well with him. So that is good for two years, and then I'll recertify at that point in time just here locally more than likely. So now moving forward, how will you utilize Tinsley in and around our community? So whenever we have community events, I'll be taking him. Uh, we're looking at, we do um, National Night Out in, in August. Um, we do summer camps at the Y for the kids um, during the summer months. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll have probably him out for our Safety Village Halloween Bash. Mm -hmm. So any of those little events that we have, you know, and, and mind you, the dog can be around a lot of people a lot of times, but then sometimes we'll have to pull him out so he can just relax a little bit. Cause yeah. it's a high stress, especially with kids, you know, yeah. kids oh, can yeah. be. So we, we just ask that people just ask before you pet and it's totally fine to pet Which him. I did not do by the way. Yeah, I apologized fine. after the fact once <laughs> I learned has, that. Yeah, he has a little patch that says ask before pet. But we just ask that, you, just be careful. I mean, he, we don't anticipate he's going to be any kind of aggressive at all. He's never oh, no, shown he's a, anything he's a sweet like boy, that. Yeah. But, 
you know, we still, like all dogs, they are animals, and we just want to be careful. Well, shoot, after being in a crowd and chit-chatting with people for a couple hours, I need a break. I need to step <laughs> yeah, we aside for a minute, we right? And I don't want people coming up and yeah. petting me without asking, yeah. that's for sure. In the Paws and Stripes College, I'll get back to that, because I just, I'm in love with this program, because I just love what they do. I love that they're giving inmates a valuable skill and giving them worth. Um, but the, the Tinsley was part of the program, and now there's over 200 dogs deployed throughout the United States from this program itself. So any uh, police department can, can apply? apply? Yes. Okay. And not only police, but veterans. If you suffer from oh PTSD and you need a comfort dog, so they have two programs. They have a comfort dog program and they have a therapy dog program. So the comfort dog program is available to veterans and also children with behavioral and emotional disabilities. So um, they run a different course for that and then they have their therapy dog program which is utilized by police departments primarily and then maybe some other like therapy people things like that but they're just taught two totally different things so i get how you'll you'll use tinsley uh, you know in the community how will he be used directly with officers so we've already had a deployment with tinsley i took him to see a police officer that was uh, injured pretty badly in a motorcycle accident i took him to the oh hospital so that tinsley could see him uh, and so the officer could kind of download some of the emotion that he, yeah. that he was feeling from the accident. Uh, anytime we may have a very traumatic scene, uh, I won't take Tinsley to the scene because it becomes a safety issue for everybody involved, but I would take him to the police station where the officers are writing their reports um, or squad meetings, mm -hmm. things like that. Because everybody has good and bad days, and sometimes sure. that love from a dog, that unconditional love, is just what you need for the moment. Well, I'll tell you what, I saw it right when you, you brought him in here to the studio, and I think, what, three or four people <laughs> just immediately flocked yeah. to where we are. Everyone, oh, can I come in? Can I pat, smile, laugh, and start talking about their dog or sharing stories? You know, it just, they immediately have that impact. Yeah, and dogs really sense, they just do, of emotional things that you're going through. And I think they just like to take that burden off of us. And, you know, we welcome Tinsley to our department to do just that for our officers mm -hmm. and for the community. And I think it's just going to be a really good thing. And it'll just bring us closer with the community. Um, and then people will see that it's okay to talk to police. It's okay yeah. to come up to Lisa and talk to her. And it's okay to talk to me. Um, well, that's the, the thing, too. I think it's. I don't, makes y'all less intimidating. I mean, I don't find you intimidating anymore, <laughs> Sophia. But in the beginning, yeah. I certainly did, yeah. you know. Uh, so I do feel like it does have that ability to, to especially for kiddos, to make yeah. police officers maybe seem less scary or less intimidating. Yeah. And I and I would be remiss if I didn't um, tell everybody why we named the dog Tinsley. Oh, yes. Yes, um, please do. So Tinsley was named after uh, David Tinsley, mm -hmm. who was the last officer who was uh, died in the line of duty um, and we did go to his widow Chris uh, and ask for permission to oh name gosh, the dog so um, because we didn't want to do anything that we thought would bring hurt or you know a constant reminder of something horrible for her and she when I when I approached her about it she was so delighted I mean there's tears in her eyes and she's like oh my god he would love this and he would be so honored and it was just our honor to to do that yeah so that's how his name came about, and uh, we couldn't be more happy, and I, I think the name fits him. I think yeah. he looks like a Tinsley. So, he, uh, so yeah, so you obviously changed his name then when he went down and yes. got him. Yes. What was? Can I ask what he was named before? Cranky. Cranky. <laughs> Which I love, too. <laughs> that I is, think that's a great name. That's funny. That's great. Okay, this might be a really silly, dumb question, but so... Does Tinsley live with you, Lisa? Yes, he okay, does. Okay, full time. He's with you. Full time. Do you just love your job then? That you kind of get to be this caretaker and the the uh, 
I don't know, the chauffeur, I guess, of Tinsley. Yeah, I, I always thought being a police officer was the best job in the world, but yeah. this is takes the cake for sure. Icing on yeah. the cake, yeah. Yeah, except when uh, Tinsley gets in her lunch bag and takes her apple, which he did yesterday right oh, before the press great. conference. That's great. Um, <laughs> she, I was going in there to kind of like getting our minds ready, ready for this press conference, and she puts her lunch bag on the floor to move it off the seat, and man, that dog went right for it, took the Honeycrisp apple. and Sounds like Mac, my coworker. Great. <laughs> How, what does yeah. Chief Reed then think now? Because, again, this has been a long time coming. You yeah. have brought it up before. He's the one who said, hey, yes, let's make this happen. Has he made any comment yet? He's overjoyed. Yeah. I mean, every time Tinsley's around, he's a dog guy. Um, he just lost his dog buddy Aww. of several years, and then he just got a new one. Um, but he's a dog. He's a dog guy, and he just loves Tinsley. So he's. I think he's really excited that we we have this program now, and I, I think he's excited to see what it's going to do. Do you foresee? I mean, I know you said you hope to have more, but do you foresee that being a thing? And could you go back to Paws and Stripes to a- apply for more? Yes, absolutely. So these dogs aren't just used for those two things. Um, when I went down there, I was in a class of twenty five. So there were multiple police departments and even uh, universities. And a lot of agencies are actually utilizing the dogs for child advocacy interviews. Oh, wow. Yeah, or for victims of traumatic incidents to be able to put the dog with the victim to get them to calm down. So several agencies down there in Florida already have a whole unit of dogs, of therapy That's dogs. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, the the recall for victims is substantially higher when a, when you introduce a therapy dog like this. I had no idea. Um, and children too, children involved in abuse and sexual abuse and neglect, the the sense of recall for them and, and calming them right before interviews just by simply introducing a dog, a therapy dog, is remarkable. That's mind blowing. I it's had no blowing, idea. But they're scientific fact, and you know, it's fact too. You know, they they, re- they decrease anxiety in public places for those suffering for P- from PTSD, reduces symptoms of PTSD. For children, it reduces anxiety and anger when behavioral issues, increases communication. So dogs just do a wonderful thing. There's even programs where you can take a dog in and children who have trouble reading can read to the dog because the dog doesn't understand, right. but they're reading to it and they're practicing. Yeah. That's what you want. You want them to practice and and. The dog holds no judgment. Right, the dog's not going to make right? fun of them yeah. or say you pronounce something not wrong. Say anything or, yeah. to them. So they read to the dog, they get better, they get better, they get better, and then they've seen test uh, reading scores just astronomically go through the roof once the dogs are introduced to the children to read to. Man, I feel like every police department needs to have one of these dogs now. Yeah, I mean, two or three. If, so, okay, let's say you did want to add more to the Fort Wayne Police Department. Does it take someone like Lisa stepping up to say, "Hey, I will be the the trainer, I'll be the caregiver," uh, you know? I would say that we'd have to add other officers. Certainly, to the you program. can't have like five dogs hanging out at your house, right? Well, she I does now. Have... Okay. <laughs> yeah. So okay, you can't have four more. Yeah, that's part of the application yeah. process too, and how they kind of seat the dogs with the trainers based on how many, what other dogs you have in the household and stuff. So if we were to add more dogs to the program, there would be other officers involved. Do you yeah. know if there's other officers that? would like to be involved? I would venture to say there are probably plenty. Yeah. But we had, but on in this in this initial phase though, we really ha- were cognizant of the fact that we don't have a lot of personnel. So we couldn't take someone off the street and give them a sole right. position as a dog handler. This has to be a mixed unit where you're doing other things and the dog is just additional. Um, and Which we said, I mean, Lisa's wearing already Yeah, she's already hats. wearing yeah. a different hats and then this was just another part of that. Um, so it just, it but it, but she needs the flexibility of the position she has to, if she needs to go out at night, then she can flex her hours yeah. and come in later in the morning. But you can't do that on patrol. Gotcha. So it was just, she's in a position where she can do that and is able to do that. 
So we just had to be really aware of that in this initial phase of the dog. Now, how long will it take? I know you obviously went down to Florida. You got some coaching and training, whatnot, there with Tinsley. But how long until uh, Tinsley is considered fully trained? He's fully trained oh, okay. now. Okay. Um, it's just Even a at matter nine of, months. Wow. Yeah, he's fully trained now. He he just has to bond with me mm-hmm. as his trainer, and um, are you guys work bonding? Out the, yes, yes, <laughs> most definitely. Um, we just have to work out through the puppy stuff because he is yeah. so young, and that could take up to two years. Sure. Yeah. But well, that's any. I any just dog. recognize one of the things that's really important for the handlers that you advocate for your dog. Yeah. So I knew, you know, I know when he needs a break. When mm-hmm. his attention span is, when he's had enough, mm-hmm. and to remove him from that situation so that we don't have any issues. Well, that I mean, that was also again today when you brought him into the studio. Again, everyone just like flocked in here to come see him and say hi. And you even said, you know what, I need to take him out and remove him here. So I mean, I watched you do it. Like you're, you know, practicing obviously what you preach here. This is also might be a silly question. Am I safe in assuming that you went and got Tinsley prior to the hurricane in Florida? Because I yes. know that's what people right now are probably thinking and. Yeah, wondering. it was uh, the first, second week of September is when yeah. I was oh, down there. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So he's been here a bit, but we have not introduced him because we wanted to acclimate him to the space he was going to be in, in our office, and on the floor, riding elevators, going out to the bathroom when he needs to go. Uh, so he has to take him over to the courthouse and then, you know, take a bag with well, him. Yeah, that'd be fun <laughs> in the dead of winter, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's been great. And I think most people around um, that are comfortable with dogs have really liked him. I yeah. mean, there's always going to be people who who are just afraid of dogs. Sure. Um, but I think most people have really loved and and enjoyed having Tinsley around. Is there like an introductory period at the department? Like, hey, everyone, I know you have over 400 police officers. Is there like a, hey, everyone, we now have Tinsley on board? Or I mean, So we're working on that with the press release that just came out that was kind of helpful because we obviously don't see, there's so many of us, we don't see each other yeah. on a regular basis. But me getting to squad meetings that we have once a month will be helpful. Um, our department messaging obviously helps and stuff. Um, we've used it on our, put it on our social media. So those of us that don't see each other all the time, we've kind of tried to hit all the outlets that we can. So then if someone is, let's say, in an accident or uh, on the scene of something very traumatic or, or whatnot, can an officer reach out to you or Sophia and say, hey, I could really use Tinsley right now? I mean, how... Is that how that works? You're both yeah. nodding. So, okay. Yeah, that's pretty much okay. how. We're, we're, it's such in the infancy phase of everything. We're yeah. still trying to work work out some kinks. But right now, most of the people in the department know me. So, um, but you said you've been there for over 20 years, yeah, right? Yeah. So <laughs> they know who I am. And once they learn of the program, yes, I, that's exactly how we like to see it done is they just need to reach out to me and let me know. I mean, obviously, if something happens at 3 in the morning, we're going to find Call a Sophia. way. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, and then she'll call me. Yeah. But yeah, because I want to make sure when we do have terrible scenes, because it does happen, yeah. that we can get there as soon as we can. But I've already had a lot of people kind of reach out to me. And, and the one thing I want to stress, too, is that we also want to utilize it for the families of officers as well, oh, because yeah. sometimes officers and their families experience something going on, whether it be with their child or something else where bringing that dog in and i only speak from my personal experience mm-hmm. um uh, i have a friend that has a therapy dog that works for the county and i have a son that went through a lot of medical issues back in june and she brought that dog up to the hospital for me oh wow so that was very helpful yeah. you know we don't work for the same agency but things like that so yeah. i'll be talking to but you got um, to experience that firsthand, you know, exactly. the family member with your child, and so you could see the impact. Yeah, when you're going through something yeah. terrible, it, it's 
kind of takes your attention away from yeah. the tests and all Even the things that have to be done. Even if it's just for a brief moment, it's worth it. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah. We just, I think, got a invitation from another agency to, asking us for some mm-hmm. help with, with Tinsley. And so that was nice. It was nice that they saw that and yeah. was, were able to reach out. Um, and, of course, we're going to fill that need. Um, but I just think it's testimony to, like, everyone has mental health on the mind when it comes to first responders. Yeah. And I just think that this program is going to be wonderful for our officers and for the community. I've said it on this show before, and I'm going to say it again, that, that I think perhaps the one and only positive, really, that came out of COVID is the fact that everyone has some level of, of mental health um issues and whatever you want to call them to some yeah. degree that we all have challenges now and then you know they're good or bad what have you but i think that is one good thing especially when it comes to police officers first responders you know sometimes y'all get this rap that you're robotic that you're not human you don't have issues the same way normal civilians do um but i think this is refreshing to hear especially with our local police department that you're not only acknowledging that but taking what taking it one step further to here let's try and provide maybe not a solution but at least a step in that direction of a solution at least some tools yes, you can tools, use thank to you. combat some things you might be going through and as always you know it's it's always better to reach out to someone and if you know someone's Amen. struggling you know if you're on the Fort Wayne Police Department we have our peer support group um, even if you're not there there are lots of places you can call um, there's there's help available but you got to make the first step this is so amazing I'm so thankful that you brought it to our attention Sophia again it's one of these things uh, we've been doing the show for over a year and I continuously learn something new about our Fort Wayne Police Department and I walk out of the studio every time we do this show thinking like man we are so lucky we are lucky we're lucky we have forethought and thinking about these things and we're lucky we have people like Lisa who step up yes yes um, and, and all the other officers who step up in the in the every skill that they have in every these different branches that we have on the department and they're willing to give so much for the communities that we love really quick before i let let you go lisa will you have to travel back down to florida for your continued training with tinsley or how does that no i'll i'll set up training here i'm actually going to try to set up training with the other therapy dog that came to visit me okay so that we have something in common and then i will be able to certify here locally oh that's amazing that's so amazing well hopefully i see you and, and tinsley out in the future next week i'm hoping sophia that we can dive into legalizing marijuana. I am working on getting a couple of guests. You I go, have girl. Different thoughts processes here. I'm thinking of a pro. I'll get a, a someone who's not for it, and then maybe we'll have some scientific, maybe from a doctor, some things on addiction. Things. Um, so we can just kind of dive into everything involving drugs, what they do, what they don't do. Um, I feel like this could maybe be a two-parter. I feel like there's a, a lot. Three or four, or three parter or four by the time we're done. Because it's a big topic right now, even huge. at our state house here yeah. in Indiana. Obviously, it is on a federal level. We heard an announcement from the president when it comes to federal marijuana charges, which we can get more into that. But yeah. that's what we're working for or towards in the next yeah. couple of episodes. So stay tuned. Yes, yeah, stay tuned, as they say in the business. If you've missed any previous episodes of Unholstered, you can always download our podcast anywhere you can download a podcast. Your town, your team, your topics. This is Unholstered. Thanks for listening to Unholstered. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen. And remember, you can listen every Saturday morning at 1030 on WoWo 1190 and 1075 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.